0: hello friends and welcome to men do disney episode number 23 tom does disney my name is pete and joining me tonight are not matt and tom
1: hey everybody how are you
0: we're three guys who want to help you make the most of your disney world vacation as well as to bring some of that disney magic into your life every day so put on your favorite pair of mickey ears lower your safety harness remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop and men let's do disney So, Tom, welcome back. How depressed are you right now?
1: It's the uh, it's the perfect storm. Not only am I depressed from leaving Disney, I have caught a cold. So, I'll apologize in advance for any any sniffles or coughs. Uh, just weather changed pretty quickly here. It did, and we're
0: coming back from pretty much a month off. You know, between Thanksgiving and your trip. Um, so, it's it's good to be back. And so, tonight on on tonight's episode, we are going to talk about your trip and kind of what you experienced kind of a reaction to Pandora, which I know that I'm eager to hear. Uh, but before we do, we've, we've actually got a listener question that we wanted to devote a little bit more time to, uh, than we had on the last episode we did. So, uh, let's, Tom, let's talk about this question, uh, from Dan in Connecticut. You want to kind of go through that real quick?
1: Yeah, sure. So in summary, um, Dan basically reached out to ask for some different tips and strategies around how you would plan for your Disney trip in advance when you know you want to include the Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, Dan will be going to, uh, to Disney at a time where he will be there for the Merry Christmas Party, the Very Merry Christmas Party, and kind of ran into a little bit of a jam because of when the dates for next year's party will be released. Uh, he was wondering how we would plan a trip not necessarily knowing the dates um you know ahead of time and wanted to make sure he could get the dining reservations he wanted as well as the fast pass reservations and get the uh the ticket for the night he needs uh, and in addition to that he asked strategy on would you do a full day at the the park so magic kingdom with the uh, ticketed event or would you do a half day just go for the party uh so i think he was just you know re- reaching out to us because we've done now the very merry party very merry christmas party and the not so scary
0: so let's break this down first part planning i think you know 6 months in advance you're doing your dining reservations i think the rest of your trip kind of falls around your dining reservations you know you you you've got to sit down you've got to determine where you want to eat what's really important for you to eat i mean honestly you can get a dining reservation pretty much anywhere you want it just takes time. You know, it's not guaranteed. and We'll talk about this in a little bit, Tom, but, I mean, you were able to eat everywhere that you guys wanted on your trip, right?
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's, you know, without a doubt the most important thing. Uh, one thing Disney does a good job of, they have the Christmas party multiple nights a week, and with the dates that Dan's trip is spanning over, you know, I'm 99.9% sure he will have at least two options uh, to attend the Christmas party. So I think first and foremost... At that 180 day window, you make the dining reservations for the days you want them uh, or for the times that fit your family uh, before you do anything else.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, your fast pass is 60 days out, assuming you're staying at a Disney property. I, I mean, by that time, the dates are going to be released. So you can kind of plan your fast passes around that at that point and around your dining reservations. And look, it's not impossible to get a BR guest reservation sixty days out. It's not impossible to get a Boma reservation sixty days out. I mean, or a coral reef reservation. You know, whatever you want to do, unless it's Victoria and Alberts, it's not impossible to get those reservations sixty days out. So that you do have some flexibility here in in moving stuff around.
1: And and I can use our the trip I just went on for an example. Uh, we made our dining reservations 180 days out. And then I actually waited until we made our fast pass reservations to make sure they aligned with dining before I even purchased our Christmas tickets. Uh, that's another point I think we've probably overlooked here early. Not often do they sell out. And if they do sell out, it's much closer to the actual date, not 60 days out, not 30 days out in most cases. So I think before, uh, you know, I wouldn't worry really worry about it. I, I think you make your dining reservations and you – Line your fast passes that, that coincide with your dining reservations, and then you buy the park ticket or, or the uh, excuse me, the party ticket. Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, I, I think right now, looking at the Disney website, that there is one day that is sold out, and that's the 22nd, which is the last very Merry Christmas party.
1: So, and I'll, I'll tell you the day that, that we were there, it sold out a couple hours prior to the party. But up to that point, yeah, I mean, it was there's. I'm
0: looking. We're recording this on Sunday night. I'm looking right now. There are still tickets available for tonight's party, which starts in a couple hours. Now, as far as do you spend a whole day in Magic Kingdom that day? Do you go to another park and then come back to Magic Kingdom for the party? It really depends on kind of how you want your trip to go. I like the idea of a whole day marathon Magic Kingdom. But that's me. Tom, you guys did a whole Magic Kingdom marathon day, right?
1: Yeah, and and the reason we did that is we didn't have Park Hopper. And so Dan had mentioned in his question he would have Park Hopper. So that, it gives you a lot of flexibility. Uh, aside from any reservations or some reason that would pull you out of the Magic Kingdom, I personally would probably, if I didn't do Magic Kingdom the full day, I'd go Epcot just so I could take the monorail to Magic Kingdom that, later that evening. Um. But I think you could you could easily justify a full day there because you're, you're typically going to see a lower attendance level in Magic Kingdom on the days that there's a party because people will, that don't have park opera want the best bang for their buck and they'll go to a park that's open for full hours.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really important to hit is that the crowd level, you, particularly if you're going in early December or early, late uh, November, the crowd levels are really going to be down at, at Magic Kingdom on party dates because people have to leave early those days and so if they don't have park hopper they're like Tom said they're not going to be at that park so that's huge I mean that lets you do so much more at Magic Kingdom during the day and then at night you can enjoy the party when when we did the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party and Tom I think to a certain extent when you guys did the Christmas party you kind of use it as an opportunity to ride a lot more rides and do some of the things that that <clears throat> you could have done during the day. You know, you didn't use it so much for the Christmas party. That was kind of a nice side effect, right?
1: Yeah, I'd say uh, more so in the not-so-scary when we went to the Halloween party. That was definitely driven for as many attractions as we could fit in. This one was a little bit slower, but I I still, you know, it's an embarrassment how often I rode Space Mountain. So (laughs) I think think depending on the, the, again, the rest of, every trip's unique. So depending on the rest of how Dan lays out his trip, you know, if you're already visiting Magic Kingdom twice and then you're doing the party as well, you probably don't need to go for a full day to make it a third day. But I think there's a lot of advantages to uh, to going to, the, going to the Magic Kingdom for the full day and maybe hitting attractions early and maybe enjoying more of the party later and not having to worry about the attractions.
0: And look, there's something cool about being at Magic Kingdom at, what, 8 o'clock in the morning for Rope Drop and staying until 1 o'clock the next morning. We've done it.
1: It's hard. <laughs> it's... Uh, your feet may be sore, and I recommend taking uh maybe an extended lunch and maybe a nice hour for dinner or something. But,
0: but and and the the way the party is scheduled, you know, you theoretically could have dinner at another park and then go for the party. Yeah, you know, you you'd miss especially with a park hopper, and especially if you're spending other days at Magic Kingdom. You know, you could have say an early dinner at EPCOT. You know, a five o'clock dinner at EPCOT, something like that. And then go to Magic Kingdom and be there in time for the party. So, you know, I, again, going back, I, make your dinner reservations and plan the rest of your trip around that. Um, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for you to go to the to the Christmas party. If I'm doing it, I'm doing a full day at Magic Kingdom. I'm going from open to close, not going back and taking a nap. Little jab there.
1: Yeah, we we uh we did take a nap on, on my trip, but. I, I'm with you. If I'm if I'm planning your trip, Dan, or I'm, you know, if I were doing the same thing, I would probably do the full day at Magic Kingdom, uh, and just kind of build that into my plans as an expectation. One day we're gonna do whatever day we pick the party for. We're gonna go full day Magic Kingdom. Uh, that way you can, you know, build around reservations, build around fast passes, and then still make sure the party aligns with all of your plans. But uh, to address your early concerns, I don't see any issue with you being able to get a party ticket date that fits well into your schedule and as it gets closer if you need any advice from uh from myself or Pete please email us let us know and we'll you know continue to uh, give you our opinion on it
0: absolutely so we're going to skip the news this week we'll uh we'll kind of talk about some of the things that we've missed in the coming weeks because I want to get right into talking about Tom's trip Tom you guys got back what Saturday early Saturday morning
1: we got no we got back uh early Friday morning, early Friday. Last morning. day in the parks okay. was Thursday. Drove back Thursday night. Yep.
0: So let's just kind of go through your trip and let's talk about what you saw, what you did, where you ate, what's new, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, I know you you spent some time at the resorts and at, at uh, Disney Springs. Anything exciting to talk about there?
1: You know, Disney Springs did a really good job decorating. I, I don't really have much to compare it to from the Christmas uh, season haven't been to Disney around Christmas time in quite quite a few years, but I thought Disney Springs had great Christmas music playing throughout the entire area. The uh, they did have Christmas themed you know cupcakes at sprinkles and uh, different little Christmas specials at some of the candy stores there. Uh, I got a lot of walking in. Got you know I was in Orlando a couple days prior to uh, prior to the actual Disney vacation going into the park starting. So uh, did get to experience Disney Springs and took uh, opportunity uh, on some of the late you know evenings to kind of hop on Disney transportation and see a variety of the resorts and the Christmas decorations there. Tell you that's one thing Disney does not skimp on. I can you know contemporary um, the Boardwalk Beach and Yacht Club Grand Floridian Polynesian.
0: Did you guys see the gingerbread
1: houses? We did. That was one reason we did the monorail loop. And again, we did all this before the trip officially started. Like I said, you know, our first day in the park was was Saturday. Uh, I was on vacation as well on Friday, so we did uh, did a lot of that on Friday as well.
0: <clears throat> so good stuff. So you guys started Saturday with EPCOT.
1: Started with a bang.
0: Yeah, and and actually, uh, another friend joined you guys. So. How was how Epcot? Anything anything new, exciting at Epcot? Well,
1: I'll tell you, our Epcot, so the way our trip was structured, we actually could not make advanced fast passes for the Saturday in Epcot. Our uh, advanced fast passes started for Sunday. So Epcot, and we had two days planned for Epcot. It was going to be more of a leisure day, just kind of ride what you can and then really spend some time in in the countries in the world showcase. So we were fortunate enough to uh, knock out Spaceship Earth, Soren, Mission Space, Test Track, uh all without fast passes and all before the World Showcase opened. Uh which was So not a crowded day at Epcot at all. You know, it actually it was very crowded in the, it was a Saturday in Epcot. So I think you have a lot of locals that come out then. It was very crowded in the World Showcase and it was uh a lot of different folks drinking around the world. Uh, <laughs> so bumped into the same kind of people in each pavilion.
0: Which which you guys did.
1: we did uh two of us completed uh completed it and the other two decided to either have a drink or a snack in each uh each pavilion <laughs> uh i guess can start off in in mexico obviously we went blood orange margaritas which was uh fantastic as usual we did ride mm-hmm. uh did ride the grand fiesta tour with the rumors that that could be going away in the future to make room for cocoa wanted to make sure we rode that <laughs> uh and did enjoy a uh you know, a blood orange margarita, per your recommendation, it was fantastic as usual. Did not do any snacks, um, so it wasn't food and wine festival, but it was, uh, holidays around the world or, or something of that sort, and so different food options and drink options. Not nearly as good as food and wine, I'll just be honest with you. So skip that in Epcot, and then made our way, uh, made our way over to Norway, I believe, is second. Uh, school bread, we had uh, we split a school bread there, and enjoyed Aquavit. Well, we 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 consumed Aquavit. I don't know if it enjoys the right word. So that
0: <laughs> bad decision there, but anyway.
1: Well, you know, there's not many options, and if you're not a beer drinker, there's only one option.
0: Yep, yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, so, kind of spent some time in that pavilion. Um, you know, but two of the folks that were with us had not seen some of the renovations in there that came with Frozen. Uh, and so looked at that weight, decided not to ride it. That ride was actually closed probably eighty percent of the day Saturday. Really? So not sure what they did about the fast pass. So
0: didn't so didn't ride frozen on, on Saturday. Not
1: on Saturday, no. no. We we did hit it later in the trip. Uh but we, we kinda were taking our times through the world showcase taking our time through the world showcase. Again, it was a, a slow paced day. So then we made it to uh one of your favorite China. countries, China. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hopefully you stopped by the bathrooms. We so. did.
1: We did. Good. I, Good. We had people who listened to our podcast with us, and they didn't have to go to the bathroom, but they went in the bathroom just to hear the music.
0: It's very, it's a very peaceful place. It's, I mean, it's I, one of I, the I quiet, it's know. one
1: of the most quiet bathrooms in uh, in the world. Showcase for sure. But I uh, did did take advantage of one of the holiday offerings. It was Mongolian beef on a bao bun. Ooh! Fantastic. Highly recommend.
0: It sounds sounds great.
1: It's it is a snack, and of course, credit.
0: had Tipsy Ducks in love,
1: right? We did, we did. Uh, and yeah. if you are there at Disney now, or you are there in the next couple weeks, China Pavilion, Mongolian beef on a bao bun is fantastic. If you are on Disney Dining Plan, just snack credit, and then a Tipsy Ducks in love goes great with everything. So, um, so Germany, Germany was different this year. They did not have the Apfel liqueur, I guess that that they used to have. They don't sell it anymore. They uh. They have uh, Germany. Obviously, has a lot of different beer options that are they're really good if you're a beer drinker. I think I had maybe Riesling there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not really a wine drinker, so I had to get someone there to taste it to tell me if it was good Riesling, and it checked out. So it was uh, that was enjoyable, and and we didn't spend a ton. Germany was packed. Uh, it was packed for people trying to eat lunch, and it was it was just a really crowded pavilion. It's not the biggest pavilion either, so. Um, didn't spend much time in Germany.
0: So on to Italy.
1: Yeah. On to, uh, on to Italy. And here I had, I think it was called a Bellini. Would that be right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. It's peach, uh, kind of a peach puree and champagne.
1: Yep. Uh, three of the four of us got a Bellini. Uh, and then the other one, some kind of wine. I I wasn't with him in the, uh, in his line that he went through. So I don't remember what he got, but. We spent some time just kind of sitting in Italy, uh, taking in some of the views. Did not eat anything in Italy, but did. Uh, it's it's a good view if you look back over, um, like across the pond, mm-hmm. and you look back towards you know Spaceship Earth, and uh, it's, it's a good place to sit and and break for a minute. Uh, and then we made our way to the American Adventure.
0: Now, did you did you guys sit through the American Adventure?
1: We did. And, How was that? You know, two two of the people with us are huge history buffs, so they loved it. One of them had never seen it. Uh, I could could have cared less. Could not get comfortable enough for a nap in there. But I, I say this at to this point of our to this point of our day, really slow pace. It sped up. I mean, it was like we got shot out of a cannon after this.
0: Now, did did you have the red stag lemonade I did. in America?
1: I did. Yeah. Not as good as I remember it being, honestly. Hmm. Maybe a little sweeter, maybe because they didn't have the lobster roll. I just didn't totally enjoy that my lobster experience. roll. Just
0: that lobster roll did did its part to cement the American adventure as one of the highlights of our trip last time. So
1: you know, my uh, my fiance thought the red steig lemonade tasted really good, and our taste buds are different for beverages. So I knew if, when she really liked it that I, you know, it was okay. It, it wasn't something I would reorder. Um, you know, if I were running back through there.
0: Yep. So Japan, um, oh man, Japan! Sake.
1: Not only did I have to have cold sake, I got entranced by the drummers again. Watched the entire show. <laughs> I was going to
0: ask, did you did you guys stop and uh, and see the taiko drummers? They
1: started right when we walked up. Uh, I mean, you they, have
0: to sit through it if if you if you see them, you have to sit
1: through I it. Don't, it's I don't know what it is. It's some kind of a trance, and I just I just get stuck watching it. And I you know the people that were with me meandered through the pavilion. They went in the stores. I just couldn't couldn't leave. Kept watching the drummers.
0: <laughs> well, and then and then I'm sure you had the same problem in the next pavilion too in Morocco. I
1: with did. The, uh, belly dancer. I was going to tell you now. Now Japan, if you're there, interesting uh, holiday offerings. They have. I didn't see it till after I'd already consumed one cold sake. I just wasn't going down the route of another kind of sake. But apparently they had a good holiday one. And then they had a uh, some sort of cucumber drink. That everyone got but me. I took one sip of it. It was it would it was top. It was a top three drink at the World Showcase. It was fantastic. Really,
0: I wonder what that is. We'll have to we'll have to do some research on that and figure out what it is.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'll either I'll figure it out by the end of the show or put something in the show. We'll put it in the show notes or, or something. But if uh, if you're there, it is kind of tucked away in the pavilion. It's the same place I bought my cold sake, and it's a uh, it's a cucumber beverage that is fantastic. Also in Japan. Have they renovated in there where that that store is? Because it, it looked to me like some stuff had been reorganized or renovated.
0: I think they've I think they moved stuff around a good amount.
1: The only thing I really noticed is where they do the the oysters and you get the pearl out of the oyster. That is one hundred percent a different spot now. Is it? Yeah, and that's that's a, a something I did as a child and was uh, saddened by.
0: Disappointed. Yeah. The it's it's a cucumber cooler is the uh, is the cocktail.
1: Highly recommend it. If I were doing the World Showcase today, that'd be what I'd drink going through there. And I'm not, I, I despise cucumbers. And it does have sake in it. Yeah, it didn't taste like it. Because my cold sake, <laughs> woof.
0: <laughs> so, Morocco, watch, to watch the belly dancers. Now, what did you have to drink in Morocco?
1: Morocco, I feel like I, I went on Morocco and just had a uh, mimosa. Okay. Uh, but we noticed that there was. A group singing, and again, our trip got extremely sped up to this point. Uh, we are moving quickly at this point through these world. Show- we're just the pace has picked up, both walking and consuming. But uh, in Morocco, we noticed at the stage where the belly dancer was that she was not there, and it was just kind of a band with singers. And we were actually telling our group about the belly dancer. And right as the sentence got out, of course, she walks out the same exact woman same woman same yeah. exact woman from the Men Do Disney trip so we got a good chuckle over that uh, watched that show for a little bit while we enjoyed our beverages and then uh, had a lot of folks in the party very excited for France really well there are some people that enjoy wine and then yes, the that's, uh, that's true <laughs> what is the is it the bistro in the back of France that has? Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh,
0: Boulangerie. Yeah, all the way back. It's, again, that's one of my top places to eat at the World Showcase.
1: My fiance loves it.
0: I bet she does. That 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 seems like it would be right up her alley.
1: So she was uh, kind of holding off on snacks until we got to France. And right when we get there, we actually go straight back. Don't even look at the carts at the beginning. She knows this pavilion very well. She leads me to... Uh, a portion of the pavilion I really had never explored, and we all used. It was kind of like a dinner or late lunch. I mean, however you want to categorize it, we ate um, ham and cheese croissants. We had baguettes.
0: So you, so you did eat it. You did eat the, the uh, boulangerie. We did. We had. Did you
1: enjoy it? We Loved it. Went twice. Yeah. We had creme. It's fantastic, valet. isn't it? We had. Uh, we had wine. But I mean, it was that was one of the highlights and they're
0: open. It. So they're they open with future world. So if you come in the international gateway there. You can, I mean, you can get anything they have there for breakfast too, and it's it's a great place. You know, you pick up a ham and cheese baguette, and you can just walk through Future World with it. It's it's awesome.
1: So I'll tell you the uh, ham and cheese croissant. I, I looked at it kind of like I love croissants, so I'm like, oh, this is made fresh daily. You know, let's uh, let's give it a whirl. And the second day in Epcot, I asked her. I said, "What was this a a lunch credit? What is this?" She goes, "No, no, it's a snack." One of the best snack credits you can use in Disney World. Absolutely. Uh, Highly recommend going back there if you. uh, Regardless, you know there's tons of different options, a lot of food, and it's really good. Uh, So France was a France was a highlight for the trip. It was again we kind of similar to how we sat and rested in Italy. We hung out in France for a little bit. Um, Everyone kind of enjoyed their meal, talked about what we'd done so far, and kind of made a plan for the rest of the evening because at this point we only had. uh, we have what UK and Canada left. And Canada yeah. left, yeah. So, uh, leave leave France, make our way to the UK. Obviously, Rosen is one of the premier stops for me on the World <laughs> Showcase. Why?
0: Because they have because they have Jim Beam
1: there. They don't. Their their house is Jack Daniels, but uh, it's close. <laughs> so, uh, two of uh two of the people in our party did not partake in any alcoholic beverages there. They were actually holding, uh, they were waiting for something in Canada, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, Tim and I, Tim was a Men Do Disney participant. We we know our way around Rose and Crown pretty well. <laughs> so make our way in. It was uh, not so as crowded. Was the hat lady there? She was not.
0: Hmm.
1: It was not as crowded as when we went for Mendo Disney. Still a decent crowd. And uh, I, I've highlighted that I'm not a beer drinker at all. But I was tricked into a uh an Irish car bomb so that apparently you have to do that when you're in the UK I found out uh kind of hung out there for a little bit it was getting dark at this point and I knew that Canada didn't have a ton to offer for anyone uh but did' in, you know obviously made our way to Canada they offered uh, different wine flights that we uh you know kind of grabbed a couple flights and and split everybody kind of had their favorite
0: now, did you guys do any rides in between this, or was this like all World Showcase, like focused Laser Beam World Showcase? Laser
1: Beam World Showcase. Really? We uh, once we finished with the World Showcase, we kind of walked back towards Mexico, looked at some of the food options, grabbed another round of margaritas, <laughs> and. Uh, Made our way back over towards Test Track Mission Space Area. Uh did um you know, actually I'll take that back, right after Canada we hit we hit uh Figment and we hit uh we went Finding Nemo and Friends or whatever that's called. I, mm-hmm. I can't down remember. to the aquarium yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, then of course made our way back to Mexico, test track, mission space, did those until park close. Hmm. So So good first day. Great first day um uh, felt I felt better to start my second day of a trip before but uh yeah it was a lot of fun everyone really enjoyed it the the only you know it's tough, it's tough to compare that to uh to food and wine because it's 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 much better food but, uh, Epcot but still. but I'm sure
0: but it's a lot more crowded too right? it's much
1: more crowded yeah I mean Epcot still mm-hmm. brings it and I uh, can't wait to go back so
0: day two animal kingdom
1: Yes, yeah, so this is probably one of the most more anticipated days I've ever had walking into Animal Kingdom. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. We actually, the, the line at the resort that we were staying at, we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside. I've I've never seen a bus line this bad in my life. We were at the back of it, and there's actually Disney employees conducting, handling the traffic at this point. And, really? And the, the, the young lady working told my party. And again, so this is back to just three of us. Uh, you're, you're probably on the fourth or fifth bus. Just want to manage your expectations.
0: So, I mean, did you Uber I or did. drive? Or? I, you know, it's Animal
1: okay. Kingdom is my fiance's favorite park. We only had it one day. At this point, we're pushing it for park opening. So we... Were, uh, were
0: there extra magic hours? Or? There
1: were not. So we grabbed an Uber, and the guy in the Uber, uh, obviously an Orlando resident, he's an annual pass holder, goes to Disney. Two, he has two younger kids, goes to Disney all the time. And he asked me, he said, "Are you are you gonna ride the Banshee ride?" And I said, "Well, we hope to. Uh, you know, we have a Fast Pass, so we'll at least get to do it once." And I really, I thought, Pete, I'm telling you, I thought he was gonna drive off the road. He looked at me <laughs> and said, "You have a Fast Pass?" I said, "We do." And he said, "How did you get a Fast Pass?" I said, "I just r- right timing." I said, I-, "I woke up in the night one night, checked the app, and there it was." He has. He has. Been he couldn't believe it. Trying to get a Fast Pass for eight months, he's ridden it one time. In the eight months, and he waited what? he waited three three hours to ride it. jeez, so then he asked me the other fast passes we have, and of course we have expedition everest Kilimanjaro Safari and flight of passage all on the hour the first three hours in the park I mean it was as perfect as it gets, and he uh was again stunned that we got the in his mind the three best fast passes in animal kingdom <laughs> so uh. Obviously, we did the opposite of what most most people do at park opening. We actually went straight to Expedition Everest because we knew that everyone was flooding. Because you had fast passes already, we yeah. had a fast pass, and it really wasn't you know something we were you know. But you guys didn't
0: about. go. You guys didn't go straight to the Navi River Journey then.
1: No, we didn't because rope drop. You know, park opening was at nine or eight or nine that morning. And I knew 30 minutes prior, they were letting people kind of get closer to it. Mm-hmm. And we were there right at opening. We weren't there, you know? Oh, uh, okay. So I knew, I so mean, you guys were calls. Them. Uh, so we're able to uh, actually ride Expedition Everest a couple times right there at the beginning, uh, because the line was, was so short. We just fast pass single rider, single rider. And, uh, fortunately that's a great ride. It's one of my favorite roller coasters at Disney world. Um, Obviously went from there to Kilimanjaro Safari. And I'm telling you, if you guys go, try to get your fast pass around 10 a.m. for Kilimanjaro. They were actually feeding the animals. Uh, they were putting out, the obviously, the food in the trees for the drafts, the food on the ground, hippo. I mean, you name it. We saw mm-hmm. – I've never seen that many animals actually up, moving, active on Kilimanjaro. Really? It was one of the best trips, uh, best experiences I've ever had there. So uh, I highly recommend if you can get it around 10 a.m., Ours was at ten oh five. I think we got there maybe at ten thirty. You know, shortly after our fast pass started. Uh, so Kilimanjaro was awesome. Only rode it once that day because it was so awesome. You know, I think any, any riding at any other time would have been a letdown. Uh, and then then we make it to the main event portion of Animal Kingdom. Make it to uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar. This place is so, stunning.
0: So tell me about. It. I mean, is is it. Uh... And again, we know that this has been open for quite some time at this point, but this is this is the first time that any of us have experienced it. So
1: it's uh, obviously it was super crowded, um, so that took away from it a little bit because it's not a huge yeah. area of the park. If you think this was, uh, I believe, Camp Minnie and Mickey way back when, it's so the it's a tight area of the park, but you really do feel like you leave Animal Kingdom. And you enter this like totally different world, uh, from the music, from the sights, the sounds. I mean, you can look off and off deep into the the sky, and they have, you know, they have properly placed floating mountains that are probably really, really small, but they look like as if they're quote unquote far away from you. You know, it's just Disney doing Disney things. Uh, Walking under the floating mountains is really cool. Uh, It's I don't know. I mean, it's just a—it's uh, crazy. It, it's crazy. All the colors, all the music, the lights. Uh, well, now,
0: this was this was during the day. Did you guys go back there at night?
1: We did. So, so obviously we—I checked. it. I'm just being me, being nosy. I said, "Well, let's we'll see what the standby is before we use up the fast pass." Standby at that point was like 170 minutes for flight of passage? Oof. So, uh, opted to use the fast pass course did not tell my fiance or mom either of what to expect i had not seen any ride videos of the actual footage on the ride i had an idea of what the contraption like the seat looked like i'll tell you it's much more comfortable than i anticipated it being you actually feel really secure in the seat Mm -hmm. and i don't want to give away any spoilers and i do and i've been thinking about it since i wrote it how am i going to explain it on the on the podcast the and it's like Soarin' on ridiculous steroids.
0: And that's that's kind of what I've heard.
1: But um, that doesn't even, even I, do it justice because they're totally different. I mean, it's just... It, I can without a doubt say it's the best attraction I've ever ridden. Really? all Across all parts. I mean, that's,
0: a, that's a strong statement.
1: It's not close. I mean, it, I've never been in a simulator-style ride like Soren. where when you... Take like a drop. So say, like when a roller coaster goes down the big drop, Mm -hmm. you know, soaring. You'll dive up and down. In flight of passage, I actually lost my stomach, as if I was on a a roller coaster. Jeez. Uh, So it was. It was. Um. I mean, listening to people around you. I mean, at least my party, I could hear them like, "Oh, I mean, oh my gosh!" You know, right when the, right the thing just starts with such a bang, Mm -hmm. and then obviously feeling the banshee you know, breathing, you know, you're riding on top of a banshee, feeling it breathe, it, it really makes it feel alive.
0: That's nuts.
1: So without giving too much away, it is incredible. Um, and the exit, make sure you keep your eyes open and, and kind of still enjoy the experience. The exit takes you through a p- cool portion of Pandora as well with a lot of sights and, and sounds. So Did you,
0: so, you guys, is the fast FastPass... Did you guys skip most of the queue then? That's the or? only because thing I've heard that, the queue is Yeah, that's the only thing incredible. that
1: stinks. We uh, we skipped pretty much all the queue. Mm-hmm. Um I I think I texted Pete while I was on the trip that that was I would wait 2 hours for that ride, like it was that good. So hopefully my my next visit to Disney World it's not quite that long and I can experience the queue because <laughs> it didn't when get under you know for most of the day I don't I think the lowest I saw was 110 minutes. Um
0: That's crazy. Well, when Star Wars opens, I think...
1: That'll help. That'll help a lot. But it was... uh, Everyone in my party absolutely loved it. I was a little worried about some... It is kind of motion sicknessy because you're moving pretty quick, but I haven't read of any huge complaints and no one in my party felt it.
0: Now, the the restraints. I mean, was it... I I know you said that you were a little worried about fitting in there. Was it a problem? No.
1: uh, My party was was all fine. I actually asked afterwards, hey, how did everybody feel? Did you cramp up? Did it hurt your back, your legs? Everyone said they felt secure. It felt fine. It was pretty comfortable. Uh, I'm, you know, six foot three. I was a little worried about being too tall, but it didn't bother me at all. Um, You know, and to get to the, I I don't want to skip to the best part of my trip, but uh, no, it did not bother me at all. And so when we finished up with uh, Flight of Passage, I had read that Satouli Canteen was really good, we kind of, you pop out right there, and that's a, a, a new restaurant um, in Pandora. They do accept mobile ordering. We've mentioned it in the past on the podcast. Essentially what the restaurant is, they do a lot of different styled bowls. So kind of pick your protein, pick your, you know, your side. They had rice. And they your had base and your sauce. Quinoa, and all that yeah. stuff, yeah. So we, uh, we elected to, uh, to eat there. So this is, again, Dizzy Dining Plan using a quick service meal. Probably a top five meal on the entire trip, including all of yeah. our dining reservations. the uh, The menu was pretty healthy, you know, for quick service at Disney. Uh, did find seating inside, which was nice. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, you're still in the you're still in Pandora, right? You look up, you see where Avatars were sleeping, that kind of stuff. In the the atmosphere mm-hmm. in the restaurants, cool. Uh, another another. I guess my, my party noticed it. It's not something I would have noticed. You get real silverware, kind of have a wait staff that will come clean your plates up for you. So it does feel more restaurant-y than, say, Cosmic Rays. <laughs> uh, so that was a fantastic. And while we were at lunch, was able to secure a fast pass for Dinosaur. So went and hit that. Haven't ridden that in which, years.
0: Yeah, which Dinosaur was closed on the menu Disney trip. So.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's really fun. Uh, then we went over to uh, Dino Land and played some of those little carnival style games. I won a uh, one stuffed animal in the basketball game and gave it to the first kid I saw. <laughs> so that was uh, that was good. But uh, then we actually this was something I haven't done or if, if maybe ever, but we went and saw the Finding Nemo show. Dude, that's how did you like it? I I thought it was really good. That's one of the best shows at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um. I my I know my fiance had seen it uh but she she was really wanting to see it again and man that's a good show
0: that is a good show
1: so I highly recommend if you're if you can find it I actually grabbed a fast pass for it just using them because they were there and it got us in much earlier so you could kind of sit down in air conditioning and hang out for a minute but not but you got to choose your we were front and center I mean we had great seats uh, and then anyone in standby, once they let all the fast pass people through, the standby folks fill around you. So I had plenty of room, uh, had time to you know eat a snack and kind of hang out there, and went from uh, went from that to back over to Expedition Everest area. And this is where the trip gets just. This is where the day just got. I mean, the day would have been perfect so far. And this is where it just became off the charts. as the Luckiest person at Disney World. I'm walking to walking off Expedition Everest. Over to Cali River Rapids and I'm checking fast passes. I'm like, man, I can't find a fast pass for anything that I want right now. And I almost fell out. Flight of passage opens up. Party of three. <laughs>
0: Are you serious? For
1: four forty PM. Oh, my God. And it, without even asking the group if they want to do it, I just book it. Because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, if why they would don't, you not? If they don't want to do it, I'll do it three times. Do it three more times. Because yeah, this exactly. line is is still three hours. I'm, people are waiting. I mean, I'm talking. I don't know how it happened. But any, anywho, we ride Cali River Rapids, get soaked, make our way back over to Pandora, hop in, line, hop in the FastPass line, get to ride Flight of Passage a second time. Even better the second time. You notice so much more. You kind of know what's coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're a little more focused and and looking up and down. see a lot more details. Yeah. And as we get off Flight of Passage, I'm explaining to the uh, folks with me, I'm really bummed that we didn't ride Navi River Journey. Even though I had heard it wasn't a great ride, I just wanted to experience all of Pandora. Go over to Navi River Journey. I'm standing outside of it. It's a hundred and like 40-minute wait, 150-minute wait. It's something ridiculous. And I literally had just said, well, guys, I guess we can make our way back over towards Expedition Everest and just do Rivers of Light, Expedition Everest, call it a night. Guy walks up to me and says, hey, man, do you want to ride this without waiting in line? I said, I'd love to. (laughs) You know, how can you make that happen? And he said, here, man, I have a fast pass good for three people. We've ridden this already. Uh, We're actually leaving the park now, and I noticed you look like you have a party of three and you're kind of wanting to ride.
0: That's crazy. So
1: landed a fast pass for Navi River Journey. Uh, Did get to experience it It's not good It's not a good ride
0: (laughs) I mean okay so I've I've heard Well I won't say conflicting stories on this But yeah I've heard that the ride is It's okay It's kind of like the Mexico ride But the animatronic at the end Kind of you know Makes it all kind of worthwhile
1: The animatronic is pretty crazy I mean it's it literally, you're you, you like, look twice and make sure it's not like a human actor. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, the ride's not good. I mean, I feel really bad for the people. I feel badly for the people who have to wait in line for two hours or don't know what they're getting into. So take my advice. Yeah. Do not wait in that standby line. Just trust me on it. Get a fast pass for it. Um, do do Flight of Passage by far priority here. Not even close.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Uh, so... Ended the evening with that uh, Rivers of Light, a few more Expedition Everest, and then we had dinner at Boma at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Boma good. Boma was great. Rivers of Light's terrible. Another another bad addition. Really? Yeah. Not, I didn't
0: even. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah it's I, not
1: a great. Sh- I mean, it's there's no point to it.
0: And I think that was obviously we're well behind the times here with you know reviewing Rivers of Light, I guess. But yeah, that was that was the complaint is that it's it's impressive technologically, but there's no point.
1: Yeah, I mean the fountains, the images they can project. The even the music to a degree is pretty good and the lights. But mm-hmm. there's no point. I mean you don't get Disney is we've talked about it Disney is where you get connected to a, to a show and you don't really get connected here. Hmm. Mhm.
0: Mhm. All right. So
1: next day, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios? Yep. Um, and,
0: and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because we did just do a, an episode on Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I'll hit but
1: it. I'll hit it. Pretty you know, quickly.
0: my 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 main question for you is, you know, having said that, having said that, we just did an episode on why you should go to Hollywood Studios and spend a whole day there. Should you still go to Hollywood Studios and spend a whole day there?
1: Man, it's tough. I'll tell you, we got there <laughs> right at park opening, stayed till uh, Fantasmic, which was uh, you know, park close. Mm-hmm. It is tough finding stuff to do, uh, especially when your Fast Pass runs out for, you know, my party wasn't necessarily a party that could ride Tower of Terror Rock and Roller Coaster until, you know, you couldn't stand up. So uh, not being able to find a Fast Pass for Toy Story Mania can make it tricky. And then you're obviously only going to do Muppets once. You'll probably do Star Tours once or twice at most. Uh, so then it kind of leaves you with... You know, you've got the Little Mermaid, you've got Beauty and the Beach, you've got Indiana Jones, but those are things you only do once. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: and you've got Fantasmic, which I mean that that to me is the the sole argument for staying until park closes to go see Fantasmic.
1: Yeah, and I, I think Disney not uh, not a, not, a you know, not overly upset about it. Disney needs to do a better job about how they stagger their showtimes. So, if you do preferred seating for Fantasmic. You have to be in there by eight fifteen. Show starts at eight thirty. With the current hours they have right now, Mm -hmm. well, the fireworks show over the Chinese Theater is at eight. So you really can't watch. There's no way to do both. You can't do both, and we're only there one day. And you know, the people I'm with, we're not missing Phantasmic. So that is one complaint I have. Uh, Maybe you could maybe put that show at seven thirty. It's plenty dark enough by seven thirty. But other than that. You know, Hollywood Studios is what it is. Wrote a lot of Tower of Terror, wrote a lot of Rock and Roller Coaster, and did Toy Story Mania, you know, four or five times, I think, during the day. So, overall, good day. Overall, pretty good day.
0: Yeah. But, you didn't really answer my question. You said it's tough. Do you do a full day there? Do you do a half day there?
1: You could could save. I guess the half day makes it difficult for me, because what other park are you going to put at a half day?
0: Yeah, I mean it would have to be a park you'd already been yeah, to. Yeah,
1: it'd be a park you'd want to do a day and a half in and then you could do a half mm-hmm. day at Hollywood Studios. I my recommendation would be you know do the latter you know the latter half of the day at Hollywood Studios so you can do Fantasmic, but then you run the risk of not being able to really secure fast passes you want. Mhm. So uh I, we did a full day. We had a great time. We did sit. I mean, I think I texted you that we had an hour and a half lunch at Mama Melrose's for a little bit of re- had some Dining plan, Magic Band kind of issue. Yeah, and so it kind of took twenty minutes to sort that out. But uh, I will say, Fantasmic, not the sharpest show. Weather really? was fine. There's no weather conditions that would have had anything to do with this. But John Smith did not swing across. Spotlight That's went on him. He grabbed the rope, kind of stood there, and then hung the rope back up. <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> I, he, I don't know if he. I don't know. I have no idea. Also, when the Indians in the, uh, like, Pocahontas scene. Native
0: Americans. Native Americans.
1: <laughs> Apologies. When the Native Americans are on the canoes and they attack, we actually had a canoe and a half of Native Americans just kind of keep it going around. They, they pulled up and they left land and went around <laughs> and did not attack. And then, yeah, so, and, and then the other the other part of Fantasmic, which just wasn't great, was when the, when the prince's boats come, it's Cinderella, it's Little Mermaid, it's Snow White, and they all have their little moment in the spotlight with their music. No Snow White boat. Just two boats.
0: No Snow White.
1: <laughs> and, and I, so, of course. So you got Ariel and you got Cinderella. Beauty and the Beast? Or be, It's Beauty and the Beast, not Cinderella. Yeah, it's Ariel and yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yep. No Snow really? White. And so. So who was when. There's What n- is
0: that? One Day My Prince Will Come? Yeah,
1: nothing. No spotlight nothing. on anything. <laughs> just pitch black darkness.
0: It's kind of a weak uh And so
1: then I'm like, so I start thinking, maybe they're short on people. Snow White's just not in the show. Whatever. Understandable. Well, at the end, Snow White's on the boat. Pops up on the boat. (laughs) So I'm like, where were you at? Maybe they just missed her. Maybe she missed her cue. Or their boat wasn't working.
0: Or the boat wasn't working. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So uh, pretty good timing, actually getting back to the hotel that night. So that's Hollywood Studios. So next day was Magic Kingdom. Full day in Magic Kingdom. And as Pete alluded to, we did break for a little bit of a nap in the afternoon. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hit Magic Kingdom at opening. Had Mine Train, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain as our fast passes that day. Pretty sweet lineup, if you ask me. Yeah. We were there for an extra Magic Hour. So we hit Mine Train once. Space Mountain, a lot. Buzz Lightyear, (laughs) Space Ranger Spin, a lot. So, so
0: they actually had extra magic hours the morning of. That's how they're combating Mickey's-
1: it. Yep, they're doing extra magic okay. hours the morning of, uh, of the party. And
0: was it crowded during extra magic hours? No,
1: super dead. Yeah, that's what I figured. The only ride that was crowded, or the only wait time, uh, obviously, mine train was was bad. Peter Pan was bad, and mm-hmm. then uh, the Jingle Cruise was pretty consistently at least forty five minutes.
0: I mean, you guys did Jingle Cruise, I'm assuming. We right? did.
1: Yeah, we had a fast pass for it.
0: So, I mean, major differences or just the jokes? Yeah,
1: jokes are definitely more Christmas based, and then um, mm-hmm. the Jungle Cruise is—it's corny jokes, Christmas related, and still. So it's
0: just—it's the Jungle Cruise with Christmas jokes,
1: and then all the all the animals and everything you see is Christmas themed. So that maybe the rhino has a Christmas hat on. Okay, so kind of it's they do decorate. Oh, they they do very decorative. Yeah, very decorative. So. Okay.
0: Again, I mean, it's been twenty years since I've been there for Christmas too. So
1: yeah, very uh, very decorative. Uh, And, you know, really that that day, that morning in Magic Kingdom, the highlight of the morning would have been our lunch at Be Our Guest. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, so we, 2 o'clock parade happens. We had a lunch at... Not
0: the 3 o'clock parade. Hmm? Not the 3 o'clock parade.
1: Well, the 3 o'clock parade is at 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. uh, Our lunch at Be Our Guest ended, and we were leaving post-lunch. Going to go back to the resort, take a nap, do what you got to do, get ready for the Christmas party everyone leaves after that parade. So don't either exit before the parade or don't even worry about exiting because it was a madhouse getting out of Magic Kingdom.
0: I bet because what time do you have you have to be out of there at six. 6. Yep. Yeah.
1: Have to be out of there at 6 if you have a park ticket or a party ticket. You don't have to have a park ticket. If you have a party ticket, you can start entering at 4.
0: But not only that, if people are, you know, if people have a park hopper and they're going to go to another park, I mean, they're not going to stay till six. It makes sense to yep. leave at you know, two thirty or or three or whatever, right after that parade.
1: Yeah. So the monorail was packed. I noticed a ton of people going up, so probably going to Epcot. And then obviously the bus systems were were pretty busy as well. We had a full bus going back to Port Orleans. Uh, then obviously got back into uh, got back into the Magic Kingdom, maybe an hour or so, maybe a little bit more than an hour before the party officially kicked off. Uh, this hour, they were putting wristbands on you. They were checking wristbands at various points in the park. I think they do a better job now than they did for the not so scary of checking mm-hmm. wristbands. They actually, when we were walking from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland, there were four Disney employees with lights, and you had they were stopping every single person and checking your band. Really, they had to hold your band up to enter Fantasyland. Yep. So they yeah. uh, they are very strict on getting you out of the park if you and, and of course our luck. It was a sold-out night. Very crowded. Uh,
0: I mean, but not not as not as crowded as it would have been like during a busy day.
1: No. So attraction lines were not bad, but when I say very crowded, I'm talking more like if you wanted to get a picture with a character, if you wanted to like watching the fireworks at ten. I really was concerned we weren't even going to get a spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that crowded. Right after the fireworks, the place just empties out.
0: So the fireworks, what time, like 10?
1: Fireworks were at 10, yep. So at 10, you theoretically could have seen everything you wanted to see at the Christmas party.
0: So, I mean, when you say emptied out, attraction lines, character lines...
1: Character lines were still pretty steady, but not nearly what they were. They were not mm-hmm. extra, Attraction lines were non-existent. We walked on a mine train.
0: Now, was, was there another parade and another firework show after that or was that it
1: there was a uh that was the only fireworks show there was another parade at 11 and then the, the get this the latest castle show started at 11 55. Hmm. so we stayed into we uh they, they actually were not going to let you on attractions after midnight we snuck right into mine train at 1158 walked right on Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. It was the last, last attraction of the evening, and then popped into some stores on the way out, kind of getting an idea for souvenirs and you know, Disney items we wanted to purchase.
0: So did you guys get cookies and drinks and all that we kind did.
1: of stuff? Went to every stop except one for the Christmas stops. Had hot cocoa. There was eggnog. The snickerdoodle cookies were really good. Sugar cookies were good. I could have done without the snow cone. That really didn't excite me. <laughs> One way or the other.
0: But it, but it was probably 70 degrees, right?
1: Honestly, yeah, it was probably in the 60s. We had great weather. I mean, I can't complain mm. at all. We had no rain. We had um
0: but it snowed, right?
1: Uh, oh, it did snow. It snowed in Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom, believe it or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, great weather. Uh that day in did Magic Did you get Go ahead. Did
0: you get any of the other like holiday treats that they uh that they had out there?
1: I and mean, we got every cookie Treat, but I mean any of the stuff you had to actually buy. Oh no, no, we didn't. No, we uh, we looked at it as if we've already spent money for all these free <laughs> treats. We're gonna get as many of those as we can. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a good day. The uh, the, the parade's incredible. I'm not a parade person. The parade is flat out incredible.
0: So better than not so scary.
1: Oh, it smoke's not so scary. Parade, not even close. Yes, yeah, so good day overall in uh, Magic Kingdom. A to be our guest that day, and then for dinner we did quick service at Cosmic Rays which was a dance area. It was a dance party. So no sunny eclipse that night. Don't worry, I made it back to Cosmic Race.
0: (laughs) So next day, back to Epcot?
1: Back to Epcot. Uh, This day kind of lined up Fast Passes for Living with the Land, Frozen, and hmm, what was our third? Maybe Spaceship Birth, but we traded maybe Mission. I grabbed Mission Space. That's what I did. But, yeah, so Epcot, they have the tiered system. So once you ha- if you have Frozen, you're not going to be able to get a test track or a Soarin' uh, to at least start the day. So did all those attractions. Um, again, another lucky day. So we didn't do the drink around the world or eating around the world. We didn't really do that this time. We focused more on attractions and, you know, really just exploring Epcot. And again, mm-hmm. pretty slow-paced day. We'd been at Epcot already. Did, uh, did of course, have another Tipsy Ducks and another Bow Bun.
0: Of course. Why not?
1: I'll tell you a good strategy if you're on the Disney dining plan and you're struggling to use your snacks, just go to Epcot. 95% of those food offerings are snack credits. So we burned through, because you get two snack credits a day, so we burned through quite a few of our snack credits that day. And then uh, Frozen, we were lucky enough to get a second Fast Pass for Frozen, so we rode Frozen twice. Really? Uh, Fantastic ride. Ate dinner at the... uh, Pretty
0: disappointed with uh, what they replaced, too.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a Frozen's great. Frozen's so much better than Navi River Journey, it's not even close.
0: It's not better than Maelstrom was though. It is. I mean it is.
1: <laughs> Just let it go, Pete. Just let it go.
0: <laughs> I like it. Clever.
1: Did uh eat dinner at Coral Reef that night.
0: So tell tell me about Coral Reef. I mean the obviously the scenery and the view was
1: fantastic. Yes. But
0: was it worth all the heartache and all the pain and anguish that you went through to, to try to get a reservation there
1: so, so starting from the beginning that's an impossibly difficult reservation to get and i was so paranoid that i was never going to be able to get it fortunately landed one for the best dinner time ever seven thirty.
0: 30.
1: Mm-hmm. uh got there my fiance had never been i i said go ahead and read up on some reviews kind of give me an you know let's let's find the pros and the highs and lows on the menu
0: mm-hmm.
1: the reviews were very hit or miss They mentioned a lot of, like, your reservation, you don't hit on time, blah, 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 da, 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 da. You know, service isn't great, all this kind of stuff. So our expectations immediately got lowered. Mm -hmm. I went up to the guy. uh, We were there 15 minutes early, checked in. And as I start reading about it, I realized this is the same restaurant that was featured in Full House and in Boy Meets World. (laughs) And this is where Danny proposed to Vicky in Full House and where Corey – Swims in the tank to get Topanga's attention in Boy Meets World, so I immediately go back to the host and I say, "Hey, can we get a tank table? Because if I am going to eat at Coral Reef, I want to be right next to the glass."
0: Yeah, absolutely,
1: he said. I can't promise anything. We will. How many do you have in your party? Blah blah blah. Any special occasion? You know, asked all the Disney questions. I told him no. Just if I am eating here, I want to be by the glass. Disney, I would have lied, but Disney magic at its finest.
0: But you know, if if you have a request like that, like. I've found that I mean they will do their best as long as you're nice about it as long as you you know are you're polite to the cast member they will do your best to accommodate you. they will do their best to accommodate you.
1: Our reservation was six minutes late, so instead of getting seated at seven thirty, got seated at seven thirty six. Waited for a four top table at the tank table, put us right yeah, next exactly. to the glass. Uh, we had a fantastic waiter. Pretty much asked him what do you recommend on the menu. He recommended. Three things and said, I'm telling you, these are the three best dishes here. If you're a fish person, here are your two options. If you like steak, Mm -hmm. our steak's good. Food was fantastic. Appetizers, uh, they got the, the other two with me got some sort of like seafood salad type deal. Mm -hmm. It was really good. It was pretty light, refreshing. It, It tasted like fresh seafood. Whether or not it was, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead. Com-
0: compare it to La Cellier. Better or worse than La Cellier?
1: Oh, atmosphere is much better.
0: Of course. I mean, and I'm, let's let's just go from a food and service standpoint because you know the scenery is is very different.
1: Service is a push, at least with my experience. Our, like I said, our waiter was fantastic. Very, att- I'm I'm tough to wait on because I can I drink whatever water, whatever I'm drinking, I drink quick. And that pomegranate lemonade at Disney World, I can suck down. <laughs> so he uh he was fantastic. I'd say the food's probably a touch better at La Cellier. Mm-hmm. But is it is it enough to justify another dining credit? Probably not. I mean, it's I got the steak well. at Coral Reef. Um, I believe someone got the Mahi and someone got the shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits mm-hmm. were fantastic. The only I I can't eat corn and there were corn there was corn kind of in it so that throws me
0: put a I, damp product it for you yeah again. but
1: the shrimp were incredible the steak I've had better I've had much better steak it was a really good flavor and then the dessert the um, chocolate wave highly recommended <laughs> highly highly so highly good recommended. use so
0: good use of a dining credit
1: yeah I think uh, I think everyone really enjoyed it I would go back. Uh, the only thing that worries me is it is kind of hit or miss on reviews, so maybe I had a really yeah, good night there. But, yeah, Disney, I, I was very appreciative. I actually went back to the host afterward and said, hey, man, I really, you know, want to thank you for putting in a request for us. He said, you know, I didn't even know, did, did you end up getting it? I said, we did. You know, it's my fiancé's first time at this restaurant. That was a really cool experience that, you know, she's sitting right next to the glass, and we look at – they give you a little fish guide so you can try to identify what fish you're looking at. The shark swam by a ton, which – and and
0: so she it was because she ate their friends.
1: Yeah. I that's kind of I
0: think what the problem is. I
1: told um she kept joking with me that the shark was looking at her. And you can if you see him enough you can distinguish like that's the same shark from a second ago or not the same shark. This one shark must you know be really accustomed to people sitting there because the shark actually was swimming like straight to the glass, not just swimming around in a circle where he's parallel to the glass. I mean he put like mm-hmm. his nose on the glass and that was really cool. To uh <laughs> to see. So Holly Now did you guys
0: do anything after dinner or, or just pretty much head back after that?
1: Uh, after dinner we did our reservation. So after dinner we had illuminations coming at nine. We had sent packages to the front of the park. And to avoid the mad rush at the park closed to get your packages, we actually went and grabbed our packages, re entered Epcot, watched Illuminations, and I I have to retract a statement. I had said I was over illuminations. That show's incredible. I was underselling Illuminations.
0: Yeah, it's... I don't know.
1: I haven't seen it in so long because I just kind of like do other things in the park. Mm -hmm. Like I did the first night in Epcot. But it's a... I mean, they don't skimp on fireworks or...
0: No, they don't. They don't. And my wife and I watched it the last time we went. It's worth seeing if you haven't seen it in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would highly recommend... uh, if you're there and you have time, especially if there are two days in Epcot, that'd help for us. Sit down and watch mm-hmm. it. It's a really good show.
0: But you guys didn't. You guys didn't watch it the first night, did you?
1: We did not. So the first night, Tim was was only at Disney for one day, so we kind of knew we were going back to Epcot if there was something he really wanted to do. We mm-hmm. were going to go ahead and do that since that was his only day at Disney, and he
0: really wanted to ride Mission Space. Yeah, he,
1: him, and my fiance either rode it three or four times consecutively. That's
0: you did not. You did not participate. I in did that. it.
1: I did it two or three. I, they did it one extra time without me because I finally just said, "Like I'm done." With mission <laughs> I'm gonna space. throw up if I do this again. I'll do test track. <laughs> I'll go back to Mexico and get a drink, but I'm not doing this again. <laughs> so that was uh, after some beverages, some food, and we, and then we even ordered a pizza on the Uber ride home. <laughs> but
0: so then we come to the last day, right? The
1: saddest day of the trip. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. On the last day. To feel like it's a full day. Because we stayed till we actually had to walk out of Magic. Close to when we had to walk out of Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But you just, you have that like pit in your stomach kind of feeling.
0: Oh, it's awful. It's awful. It
1: is. And and I, I, mean, I, mean, I can I remember almost,
0: it from last time we were at Animal Kingdom.
1: I almost cried. I mean, I, I was like, and I haven't even told the people. I mean, I was literally trying to make sure no one saw that. I was about to cry leaving Magic Kingdom. I was so sad. <laughs> but uh, we did a full day in Magic Kingdom again. Pretty much hit anything everything we wanted to ride. Uh, any, if it, you know, my fiance's favorite is Pirates of the Caribbean, my favorite is Space Mountain, um, my mom's favorite is Peter Pan. Had a fast pass for it.
0: Good place to end the trip, though, right? It's,
1: yeah. Oh, my. I mean, it's, it's, that's Disney right there. I and mean, we, I'll tell you before, again, we took advantage of extra magic hours. Before 9 a.m., I think we had hit Winnie the Pooh, Small World, Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, and Peter Pan.
0: Good God.
1: So, uh, uh, we actually did uh, one of my favorite things is Monsters in Laugh floor. We did that a couple times. Uh, one of our one of the people in our party had to buy everybody churros, so that was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, Magic Kingdom was was great the last day. Kind of, the only complaint I have, and just kind of warn you, if you're going to go on a day that is a Christmas party at night, keep in mind those fast passes are now condensed until like they're not going to issue one issue you one after like five fifteen or five thirty. So once the day got to the end, we really couldn't find a fast pass. So spent a lot of time shopping then, got all the souvenirs we had p- kind of pegged as what we needed, uh, and then took, uh, actually drove into Polynesian that morning. We were eating at Ohana that evening. So had the best dinner of the trip.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, tell me about Ohana.
1: Not even close. That's the best restaurant I've eaten at Disney. Not even close. Really? Yeah, I thought Boma was fantastic. I thought Mama Melrose's is pretty good for Italian. Um kind Of typical Disney Italian, it's not the most you know, homemade salsas. It's still,
0: yeah, it's not super, but it's good, it's decent.
1: Obviously, be our guest is a great use of quick service. Coral Reef was good on our trip, but it wasn't even close. Ohana is fantastic. Called, I called so
0: eight, I mean, eight until you guys were stuffed, right?
1: Well, I, I if I would have stayed at Disney that night, specifically if I was going back to the resort right after dinner, I could have eaten much more, but I had a, about a seven hour drive ahead of me. So I did not, you know, stuff myself to the point where I was uncomfortable, but the, I can kind of give you the, the layout of the style. So when you go, you don't make any mistakes that I probably made. So you start, they obviously give you bread and you get your waiter or waitress. They explain to you how it's going to work. Next, they give you a salad. It's a pretty light salad, vinaigrette style dressing. Again, this family style all you can eat. So if you want something extra, don't hesitate. I hesitated and then asked late, and you know probably could eat more, but give you the salad. Uh, so maybe you want a little bit of greenery, go for that. And then the next plate, <laughs> uh, it was noodles, broccoli, wings, and they called them chicken wontons, or not? Chi- I'm sorry, chicken and dump- chicken dumplings. I think they were more like potstickers. Fantastic, one of the best things I ate all night. Notice the table to my right, the guy must have been a Ohana veteran because he ordered just a full plate of them. <laughs> and when we saw that, we did the same thing. Uh, then, obviously, they start with the – it was steak, grilled grilled steak, grilled chicken, and grilled shrimp. And it's just – they have skewers and they just walk around and, and your waiter or waitress will uh, – they have kind of an assistant that handles drinks and kind of asks, hey, is there something you guys are looking for right now? Do I, do I need to flag down? Do you want steak? Do you want chicken? So uh, – anything you need they give it to you I did notice the first cut of steak so the first helping you get seemed higher quality to me than this than the second really? third fourth fifth and so on so if I were to do it again I would load up on that first plate don't know if that's true maybe it was just the batch you know just a different batch but the the I don't I, I thought when I tasted it so the order we got it we got chicken shrimp and then steak that's just the order we had it that night when I tasted the chicken it was so good that I knew, okay, this is gonna be the best thing here tonight. Because there's no way I mean this chicken's just so good. Mm-hmm. Had the shrimp. I still I liked the shrimp, but I still was like, man, this chicken is what they're known for. And then the steak hit my plate and the steak blew the chicken out of the water. So highly recommended
0: So So then so then dessert.
1: Yeah, dessert was uh again family style. It is a I think they said pineapple, coconut it's
0: a banana's foster bread pudding. Right? Bread pudding. Basically. Yep.
1: And then they yeah. they they pour hot banana foster sauce or whatever all over it again the veteran to my right told me just to go ahead and order a second one eat the first one for <laughs> myself you can order as many as you want uh he told me he had it It was him his wife and, and their kid and that's what he did he ate one for himself and the wife and kids split another one uh and he i i could have i mean i couldn't stop eating it basically so they're, they're kept you know there's maybe three or four bites left and i'm like all right guys you don't need to finish this and they wouldn't poke at it, so I'd dig my spoon back in there. Uh, so I, I called Pete for a, like, minutes post-reaction, minutes after the meal was concluded. Mm-hmm. I It was, oh, God, it was good.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited. I was excited when you called me.
1: And then you're in Polynesian, and it's just, I mean, it's fun. And you can the whole time where my seat was, I could see Space Mountain, and I could see Cinderella Castle.
0: And then you had to leave.
1: Yeah, then we we packed it up. We uh, on our way out. We had way out of Magic Kingdom. We had I think ten snack credits left. So we got ten of the best desserts uh, we found. And that was Rice
0: Krispie treats.
1: That was the trip. Made it back in a little under seven hours. Slept a little bit.
0: And planning the next one.
1: Yeah, planning. Uh, looking at maybe a May trip right now for sure, and and maybe a January February Mindu Disney trip. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I don't know Disney's just the. It's so awesome, and I'm sure there's high points or low points that I've missed in the trip, but it was fantastic.
0: Well, good. That's awesome. So, highlight of the trip?
1: Flight of Passage. Yeah, times two. Probably was most unexpected highlight that I got. But Magic Kingdom, I mean, being able to ride Space Mountain that many times, and you know, being there with my fiance and mom, and seeing reactions, and every, you know, it's just Disney's just such a fun place. So
0: most most disappointing thing
1: that I w- didn't take more vacation to go longer because once you hit that, th- <laughs> I
0: told you you should have bought you should have bought the two more days. Yeah,
1: once you hit that threshold, it's so cheap to go two more days mm-hmm. uh, or one more day. You know, whatever it is. You know, we actually had planned a five day trip initially, and Pete, being the Disney influence that he is, like, man, it's only you know, twenty bucks a person to add a sixth day, and then. No, it's only fifteen bucks a person. Dad, eight days. Dad, two more days to get to eight. And you know, I did have to work, so did not. Uh, did not take advantage of that. But it was really good. I, I, Disney was fantastic. Didn't really run into any issues and anything. You know, like the only thing we hit was the Magic Band deal. And I didn't even have. Well, and
0: we didn't. We didn't talk about the hotel at all. I mean, good experience. Well, yeah.
1: So we we had a preferred room, and. The way I do Disney, we just kind of, we checked in in the morning. Usually I just check in on the app, but I actually, we had a little free time. So I actually walked in to talk to the lady and say, hey, is our dining plan active? Because Pete and I ran into an issue last time we did Men Do Disney. Mm -hmm. Everything was good. Got to the room that night. Got my room, you know, they texted me when the room was ready, whatever, room number. And we weren't really like preferred location to anything. So I called the front desk and asked them what this room was preferred to. Because it, the only thing I remember selecting was first floor and bus stop. We mm-hmm. weren't near the bus stop. We weren't. We were on the first floor. So she transferred me over to you know her manager, and right off the top, Disney offered, "Hey, can we can we bring you down to the standard room rate?" You know, you.
0: Oh, that was that's good.
1: Could they offered they could move us to building fourteen or fifteen, which was one hundred percent preferred. And I'll tell you a little trick I learned too. But so we chose not to. We elected not to move. We'd already unpacked. We had. Snacks, you know, drinks, waters, all that. So just kind of took the money and used that towards Disney souvenirs and to reimburse me from Epcot.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep.
1: Uh, But I will tell you, so if you ever stay at Port Orleans Riverside, go to the West bus stop. There's a West, South, North, and East. West Mm -hmm. drops off first and it picks up first. South, which is by the food court, why this is the order they do it in, I don't know. South is by the entrance in food court, picks up and drops off last. So often buses don't even come to South. Because, because they're full. They're full. Mm-hmm. West was closer to our room than South. So maybe we were preferred to the West bus stop. It still wasn't close. You guys
0: you guys were in fourteen?
1: We were in twenty seven.
0: You were in twenty seven, okay. So you were you were really closer to Either north or west than you were to south,
1: and, but but I wouldn't I wouldn't describe us as close to any of them. No, 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 not really. I mean, we were three building walk, which isn't. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to come off as like snobby and need prefer. You know, it's when I when I say preferred and want to be close, I expect to walk out the door and be at the bus stop, mm-hmm. like we were at Coronado Springs when we went.
0: Like we were at Coronado Springs, exactly.
1: And so if I'm not there, you know, if they would have told me, hey, we're going to put you in 27, that's preferred. I would say, hey, I'd rather be in 34 and be standard because that's closer to the yeah. West bus stop. You know what I mean? Or 35. Yeah. so 36. So I, yeah, I don't, exactly. you know, if, if I were in building 14 or 15, they wouldn't have gotten a phone call from me. Wouldn't have worried at all. Mm-hmm. So the, the only regret I had, you know, we, we spent so much time in the parks. We didn't have much time to really enjoy the resort. You know, it's kind of you wake up. We had breakfast in the room most mornings, so we didn't have to spend money on breakfast. So, uh, but yeah. And, and you know, you
0: know uh, we'll have to talk about this in a later show, but – I'm I'm seriously starting to reevaluate. You know my earlier stance that staying in a Disney hotel, staying inside the Disney bubble, is a must. There's some other kind of factors that have come into play, and I, I'm really starting to reevaluate that now.
1: I mean, man, if you don't need queen size beds, staying in a moderate is not worth it.
0: No, it's it's not. I look at how it's much not. cheaper
1: but, our trip would have been at All Star, and I mean, you're talking a hundred dollar mm-hmm. difference a night in rooms.
0: Mm -hmm. at least
1: sometimes more, you know, you're talking 500 bucks, you know, off the top,
0: but you're, but you're also talking about, you know, if you're staying outside of the park, you know, maybe a $90 a room night versus a $170 a room night. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll have to talk about that at some point. Some of the new things that are coming out that maybe don't make it, you know, worth as much to stay at that Disney hotel. So, well, good trip. Um, we're glad you're back, and uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll be able to do a, another Mendu Disney trip soon. So I guess if there's nothing else, let's go into the uh, trivia question and the uh, Disney secret of the week. What do you got this week?
1: Yeah, so we'll go. Uh, we'll hit secret. We'll hit last, last month's trivia question, <laughs> uh, and then our new one. Uh, so the secret. Uh, one of the most popular Disney souvenirs of all time has been the Mickey Mouse watch. It was first introduced in 1933 and sold for $2.95. Walt Disney himself was presented with the 25th millionth watch in 1957. Uh, So think about how many watches have probably been sold to this day. If 25 million Mickey watches have been sold by 57.
0: A lot of Mickey watches.
1: Yeah, so it's a fun Disney fact. Now you know one of the most popular Disney souvenirs is still the Mickey Mouse watch. Um, Do you have a Mickey Mouse watch? I do. My family has like two or three.
0: <laughs> I had one growing up. I don't know what happened to it.
1: Yeah, now, now people have Apple Watch, and they can just make the background whatever they want.
0: Yeah, make, a, make an Apple Mickey Mouse watch.
1: Uh, hitting our, our last trivia question, so you're going to have to think back and really pick your brain. It was how many visitors did Walt Disney World average in their opening year in 1971? So how many, how many visitors per day did Walt Disney World average in their opening year? Pete, any guess?
0: I I can't remember. I feel like I knew this. If we if if you had asked me this like three weeks ago, I feel like I could have answered. But
1: yeah, ten thousand visitors per day.
0: Ten thousand a day. Yeah, that's nuts.
1: But yeah, can't you? Don't you wish it was ten thousand nowadays?
0: <laughs> ten thousand to Walt Disney World a day. Yep. Spread out over spread out over four parks, two water parks, and all the other stuff there is. Still. Man, It'd be empty.
1: And then the uh, trivia question of the week: How tall is Cinderella Castle in Disney World's Magic Kingdom? So we're looking for the feet. How many feet tall is Cinderella Castle? And in- it's under
0: five hundred. I'm going to give you that hint.
1: It's under five hundred feet. That is factual.
0: And it's and it's greater than ten feet. Yes. So there's your range: ten feet to five four hundred ninety nine feet. As your range.
1: As always, you can email us at uh, minduwdw@gmail.com. Uh, with your answer, or tweet us at Podcast.
0: All right, well, I think that's all we have for this week. So please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, anything we missed, please tweet us or email us at menduwdw.gmail.com at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing that you have, your time. We'll see you next week.